0: Hey
1: everyone, James Labrie from Dream Theater, and you're listening to or watching the podcast Talking Into Infinity with JT and Brian. Enjoy this. These guys are extremely informative. I love their dialogue. I love their interpretation of the songs, who and what we are, what we were going after. They're very uh, accurate in their uh, interpretations and descriptions, and uh, just I just think this is a great show, and these guys are doing a, a stand-up stellar job. So, once again, enjoy Talking Into Infinity with JT and Brian.
2: guys welcome to another episode of talking into infinity a dream theater centric podcast i am your host john brian is off doing fun family stuff in illinois tonight uh we are live on facebook youtube and the cms rumble page and the cms tv network if you are tuned in on youtube please don't forget to hit that like button hit that subscribe button and smash that notification bell so that you are notified every time We go live we're live at those locations every other Thursday at 7 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time without further ado I think you guys all know what we are doing here tonight Uh, He is the man behind the kit. He is the alien himself. He has a solo record coming out in November Just a few short weeks from now and he has a kick-ass new single out called Freak of Nature Let's bring him on the man himself. Mr. Mike Mangini. Mike, how's it going, man? Thanks for jumping on
0: Hey, thanks for having me. I'm uh, I'm lucky on this particular setup. I was scurrying. I had the wrong browser. I, I didn't even have the, the a, a, a compatible browser and the thing. I went, oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, you know, uh, having to deal with many technology um, hiccups and things like that, I was able to get it and just sit here and pretend that. I was here the whole time and ready. <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't feel bad. I, I do a second show and I realized right before I went live that I had all my background set for my Star Wars show. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think that's uh, I don't think that's tonight."
0: So <laughs> it's unbelievable. You you just get used to certain things. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what what light? What color am I going to use? Oh, oh no, <laughs> trip over a wire!" But, you know? Hey, oh it's God. real. It's totally real. So thanks exactly. for having me to talk about the album.
2: Yeah, not a problem. Thank you very much for making time. Um obviously you've got a you've got Freak of Nature out. And you have a you have a new one coming out tomorrow, correct?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. That's the one coming out tomorrow will be a little bit more I guess close to what uh a small number of people expected that they would, <laughs> which I knew would happen. they like we kind of expected something, you know. I, look at I definitely didn't fall out of a coconut tree and hit my head. I, I know what they're <laughs> talking about. I, I know what they mean. And I have plenty of those songs, you know, uh drum stuff and changes and, and uh, seeds anyway, just folders full of them, sure. as well as well as different kinds of lyrics. But this but this particular album, so first of all, this song coming out um tomorrow. Actually, I'm doing a YouTube thing at 6 p.m. called Not Drowning, is more, it's just, you're going to hear it and go, oh, okay. Because um, what's interesting about it is, and then it's indicative of the whole record is it has a kind of embedded polyrhythm kind of thing that's fun for people that are interested and in, in, in need that extra, that extra thing um that we all love (laughs) and uh but it's it's done in a way as it is true for the whole album where i am trying to engage the average listener that would have no idea what that stuff is or have any idea what i'm doing (laughs) back there right so in, in a way where they don't have to so if you listen to this for example by listening to freak of nature um you can listen to that on a cell phone cell phone speaker and i, I bet a very young drummer what i don't mean young in age i just mean young in time spent you can listen to that and go i i can play that and i can play that like now and that and that's what i want because now uh, it's it's like it's like the lyric thing too it's just it's repeatable um Things that sound palatable, and if you want to, you know, personalize that, you can. Um, And with the drums in particular, if you want to dig a little deeper, if you're a musician and you put the headphones on and you start to hear my ride sources, meaning all those hi hats, you know, and rides and things, when you hear that that module of the drum kit firing off in one ear and then the next, you start to maybe pay attention to go, well why is that happening? And then you find that I'm I'm everything's orchestrated with the music. so if there's a key signature change, there's a ride source change. It's just my way of having fun back there without disturbing the flow just from a, a simple music listening perspective. Does that make any sense?
2: Very much so. Very much so. I actually, it's, it's funny. I'm, I'm going to ask a music nerd question, okay? Yeah. On a lot of other podcasts, I'm sure you're getting, we're going to talk about the record, but I do have a music nerd question because you just brought it up. And I think it's something that a lot of people don't understand. <clears throat> You've said before that you actually tune drums to actually work with the tonality of the instruments you're playing to and I drummers you never hear them talk about that it's just you know does the kit sound good is the is the high tom high is the low tom low so are you able for the common person to explain how that actually works because it it almost you know for dummies like me it sounds like oh I'm going to tune the top one to e and you know the next one to a like how does that work
0: well I don't tune to specific notes that are in a song. I, yeah. I used to I used to actually have to do that with the rototoms because, you know, a long, 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 long time ago because the, the tone was so pure, you could hear the note. And I remember being, remember being in a session and the person who wrote the song said, your drums are out of tune with me. I'm like, what? <laughs> so like, oh, whatever. So um, I, I, I tune them in relation to themselves, but the application is is simple to understand if you see it this way if you look at a keyboard and um you play the notes to the left and those are the low notes okay Mm -hmm. um the tiny little drums i have that could you know resemble a chihuahua (laughs) barking or something right right um those aren't appropriate for those big sounds you need the bigger drums so I tune them in zones so that they're, they're relative to, to each other. In other words, if there's a weird relationship between the drums, it's, it's weird. <laughs> so I, I make the relationship harmonious in some way. Sure. And, and then play the zones of the tom-toms uh, according to like the zone on a keyboard. So if it's higher notes, you're going to hear those higher drums or tinier cymbals or maybe cymbal bells. And uh, when you hear big noises and big chords, you're going to hear big, you know, you're going to hear giant pieces of metal going push, <laughs> right? you know, and, and drums going through. <laughs> so uh, that's, does that make sense?
2: That, no, that makes total sense. I think, again, I've, I've heard you mention that a few times, and I think it's something that people really don't understand because it's a very musical way of looking at the drums <clears throat> Rather than you know just I say just worry about the drums in and of themselves, and you just basically play under the other stuff. um you know, and you know earlier you mentioned, you know going back to the actual writing of the record, you know, was there a conscious direction you were going for, or did you really just sit down and say, you know what? whatever comes out comes out. How, how did you well, approach this?
0: I approached it by looking at um my database of song seeds. Okay. So I have folders. This is everything from um, riffs sung to riffs played through a keyboard because I don't play the other instruments. Although I have some ideas that I that that I did play on, on guitar and bass, but I'm so limited. I was like, why, why am I doing this? You know, so um, you know, and it was fun, but I was like, no, 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 because uh, I was I'm a trained percussionist, so that I learned how. To understand and play marimba and xylophone, so getting on a you know a, a keyboard that triggers virtual instruments was a dream come true, um, and it's really only through the the technology of virtual guitar that this record exists. Because um, during that process of filtering through my you know my database, I basically I started to categorize them um, by. How can I say? I guess by not by complexity, but uh, I guess by complexity meaning there were some ideas that were complex. Meter changers don't sit well with uh, a large general audience because so they just want to move. When you when your beat goes in between, that's disturbing. Like what was that? They skipped, you know. Right. You know, I mean, like progressive music would make their, you know, makes their heads explode. <laughs> right. But I mean, there's a reason for that. I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent. But MIT did a study on no one showing up to the Earth, uh, uh with a certain area wired, which is the polyrhythm area. Like, what does it have a, a sign on it? Like, how do they know <laughs> that? It's very, it's a very yeah. interesting study. But it was, it's, it's a, it's, it's a great, uh, it's a well done study using aspects of the scientific method which usually guarantees you you know well this isn't wrong so far (laughs) (laughs) anyway um so i had complex ideas uh, real simple ones i mean like where a lot of the use of this kit to keep myself busy developed over the years playing other people's very simple songs i'm like well i'd like to do something as a trained orchestral like percussionist And just like change the, can I, can I have, can I have two hiats so I can change the keys? And just like, it's just fun. So I have a real simple stuff. I have the complex stuff. And then is this hybrid. And so I gathered material that was of the hybrid category. And Mm -hmm. then once I formulated, um, you know, what I liked, uh, it it, it went from there. But um, that's important to know because... What made me do this um, was I I, did, I woke up one morning and and it was a one of those wake-ups where you are immediately awake and I, I got up and I said it begins today I have to do this so I went straight up to my studio I, it was very early it might have been 5:30 in the morning like I tiptoed you know <laughs> right. um, socks you know there's this in in, the, in in the house and a couple of creaky stairs <laughs> over there and you know, I was like Shh. so um i began that process immediately like cuz i i heard i heard the, the 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 words in the chorus to a song called habit to change i heard it it was bizarre and it was okay that's a song so i went up with that as as like the the other ones I would just hear things that sounded like words and then kind of, kind of come up with a couple of words that's, that matched what I, what I was hearing and then look them up and use a thesaurus. And then it led me to various topics and things. And then I would gather information on the topics and have, you know, just like a, a bag of seeds, just to, or components just to make a lyric. It's like, okay. Mm-hmm. But they were based on sound. I, I meaning, but, um, Largely, I needed them to be based on sound, so that's what happened. It, it, that's twofold. So there's music that's it's in the middle, so that so that it can relate to people without that meter changing. And um, um, but then I, you know, everyone, every this, every one of the songs has a solo <laughs> section. That's where I get to use my stuff because that's what solo players do. So I was like, okay. And there's a story how that formulated, but. That that's that's what it was, and I was like, okay, well, I won't make the song complex, but I'll use my things, and my rhythms, and 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 chops, and ability to move fast with very 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 far distances. I don't I don't know what it looks like from afar, my drum set, but when you sit on it, um, things are not necessarily next to each other. Yeah. So I gotta move. So anyway that's a, a music portion and, um, and, and, and a theory behind, you know, an intention behind it. Like I just, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that, but I'm going to do this and mix them. Um, and then it's the same thing lyrically where I'm like, uh, I've done this a little bit, but you know, I didn't, you. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like sit there and write lyrics in, in high school. I actually drew drums and stage lights <laughs> <laughs> on my notebooks. So. So it's just, it was just, it was a system I came up with. That's that.
2: Was it difficult because it, you know, I mean, you're a drummer. So, and you've been involved in, in many projects and you're kind of a, a part of, you know, a collective it's, you know, guys bouncing ideas off each other, but, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is the first time that you were the sole songwriter and, you know, how difficult was that? Because along the way, I mean, you're having to learn these digital instruments and you're learning the craft of songwriting as you go. Like, Talk a little bit about how difficult that was to go through during this process. <sighs>
0: um, it was difficult initially because I had penned lyrics before and I had been the sole songwriter on a project that I launched for a very short amount of time and then pull the plug on it. Um, so when I sat to do it this time the initial shock was 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 a challenge because I thought well what am I going to do this time? Because I previously when I did it see I I like to make people laugh, right? <laughs> I do. And the the interesting thing is the lyrics that I penned before were all zany they were just like there's all they were all humorous every single one of them and they all had the same kind of a theme and they were they, they were goofy on purpose to make people laugh so i have found with my humor that it doesn't always make everybody laugh so i'm like hmm, maybe i shouldn't do that i may get serious about something so uh i did de- when i decided that then when I had my system of research, like okay, I'm gonna hear the sound, because I, I thought, well, this, that's important to me. What do 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 da da da? Like, what does that mean, mm-hmm. right? It sounds, it sounds like yeah. something. So um, I had my protocol in mind, and because I had the protocol, the other stuff fell in line. I said, well, how, what am I gonna do? Is like, okay, I know what I'm not gonna do, uh, and I don't know no, everything I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna research and put together things that can be interpreted and, and, and or people can relate to in some way, you know, but nothing's about a personal experience. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's interesting because I know, uh, lyricists do that sometimes, you know, they write about something that happened to them or a story or, or whatever it is sure. but that that's mm-hmm. not this. I just, um, but I heard stuff and and tried to make words that worked with it. And then I tried to find words that had, you know, that made sense with it. But sometimes the the pre-chorus, you know, makes sense within itself or or it might, that first line might transition from the other one, but there might have nothing to do with it because I'm just, I was looking for nuggets, you know? Right. So, so that was, that was the difficult part. Uh, It was, it was just, um, um sitting and, and and saying okay and committing being sure because the system was in place and with the music um it was a little more it was actually more difficult uh, to be honest with you because i had so many ideas and now you know i, I know what it feels like when people want to get all their ideas out you know and share yeah. them um and you know it's like when i put too many ideas in a sentence. And then an email gets convoluted (laughs) because I'm like, blah, 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 blah," uh, also the (laughs) blibber,
2: the dreaded run on sentence. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's like, I tire myself out. (laughs) Nice. I just like, cut it out. Stop. (laughs) Just, just, just cut out. So, um, So I'm learning. At any rate, um, the music, uh, yeah, it was like, well, I like this, I like that, and this is cool, and that's fun. Everything made sense to me. So then I had to decide to use just two sort of grooves instead of one. For example, I know Angus Young from ACDC was asked in an interesting way, well, you guys have—I forget the verbatim—but well, you guys have 13 albums, and they all sound the same. As if that's kind of an insulting thing to say to somebody, you know. But, <laughs> right. but you know, like, what are you, what are you asking him that for? But um, but then he came back and said, "No, you're, you're wrong. We have 14 that sound the same." Like whatever he said, <laughs> he, he 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 added a yep. number to it, right? And, and so um, you know, I, I, I had that in mind, but mine really is kind of just like a set where it's riffs and you know the the, the, the powerful or more rock kind of groove uh, and then there's the then there's more loop oriented but the riffs are actually like stretched out but they don't sound like like black dog is a riff right yeah okay so you can hear in freak of nature that's the chorus is a riff mm-hmm Right. Why am I doing this? I don't play guitar. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, that was odd. But um, um, the uh, uh, the other ones, uh, they're not just, they're not like chord change songs. I have a whole batch of those. It um, may be one snuck in. But anyway, <laughs> it basically a little bit different from each other, but I, I tried to uh, tie them in. I tried to like put some DNA through them, like, like a chain link so that the sure. album, so that the album would have, you know, big grooves able to be felt quite easily orchestration um, and riffs with a certain tonality to them. Like even in the loop oriented tunes, when, when the riff comes in, it, it's got like, you know, and, and, I'll call an O minus note, and then it. it's a what's, what's that one? You know, right. I guess not just standard major yep. chord, you know, line or something like um, Do a dear on in the key of C. Right? It's not that. That if that makes any sense. So, um, yeah, that was uh, that was time consuming, and and I know that my final choices were something that I looked at them and said, well, gosh, I wonder if I should put these three in instead of those and make it all like this thing? I was like, no, just just put it in. I mean, it's a, it's, it's, it's my first solo album. It's, it's just a, uh, it's just a, a piece of me. It's not everything.
2: Sure. Well, and you know, you, you brought up something interesting saying that, you know, and you have all these different ideas and, you know, we talked about the songwriting aspect of things and you just mentioned the fact that, You know the the album's got dna through it and whatnot and there's you know there's some chord progression songs but then there's stuff that's not and something that you just said was very interesting you said you know the, the, the chorus of freak of nature is is a riff it's and and generally you know when people think of choruses they're thinking that big you know those big chords and all that stuff you know and so obviously you're not coming from the standard songwriting perspective, I would say, because this is your project. You don't do this as your quote unquote main job. Yeah. Did Was that ever kind of a battle for you when you wrote something like the chorus of freak of nature, where it's a riff and not those big chords. And you're trying to make this more accessible. You said so that, you know, people are getting into it. It's not overly progressive. W- was that a battle for you? Or did you just say, you know, pardon the language, fuck it. I'm yeah. going to write what sounds good to me. or Or did that kind of throw you off a little bit?
0: It, it didn't throw me off uh, it throws off writers that write that need the chords that's that's who it threw off okay um that's and who, who it throws off i noticed so in in my experience you know uh, um, so for me i just heard the riff and somehow i just heard um i, I, I heard things f- with the voice instrument that that worked with it you know um that that's all i can tell you uh, is is it wasn't that part w- wasn't necessarily all that hard so uh, it be, because i could hear it so i don't know maybe you know I, I i'm just i don't know that just was something that i was able to do so okay. um yeah yeah uh, but uh, i'll try to think for a minute um, um yeah, I mean, there are there, there are there are songs, there are a handful, maybe just a few that have the chords for the choruses, um, and let me think. Do I, they have? Yeah, there's a little, there's a hint of this riff thing somewhere in it, even if it's a caller or an answer sure. or whatever it is. But yeah, I mean, l- largely, you know, and I understand that. I understand why, why uh, people that that compose. The voice end of things like that because there's room there's room for that that singing and that that uh, just you, you could choose any one of a bunch of notes and they're all they all work right you know um writing them over a riff that's not that's that's not the case um because the notes are changing you know yeah. fast the notes are changing fast so it's probably a you know a thing yeah, for the for the normal lyric writer, but yep. I I don't know I just heard it. <laughs> well, so you, there you you go. Me-
2: <laughs> well you so you mentioned it might have been difficult for other people. So that you know that that brings me to a question I wanted to ask. Obviously, you've got you know other musicians working with you on this. I mean, you in other interviews you've talked about the fact that you wrote everything. This was you 100 percent. Yeah, initially. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I, Initially, but with the well, I'm, when I mentioned it difficult, it wasn't in this situation um specifically with 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 my musicians obviously like i said in my experience in life and things just because i had written some stuff sure before
2: yeah anyway well yeah no i was just going to ask you know what did what did the other musicians bring to this obviously you know you've you've made it very public You've, you've got gus g playing lead guitar you know you've got ivan keller on rhythm you've got tony dickinson on bass you know um Jen Majura on vocals, which is a very interesting choice because I think yeah. you know most people would associate her as a you know with guitar. So what did they bring to this process? Were you more of a hey, here's 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 what I wrote, play this, or did you say, hey, if you've got something that you think will enhance this, like let's talk about it? Like how did you approach this with the other musicians that you worked with?
0: Well, musically I approached it where, okay, here are the parts, but I made sure they were you know they were unison things and so that's like that's kind of how the part is and how it's going to go but there are sections that were more basic and i said i if i if a if a on my uh, keyboard instrument i've done something you know wrong for the string instruments change it let me know because it's a note here or there like whatever because um, the essence of the parts were, were going to remain, they had to remain. So that's I left that room, and um, and they did. Um, now it's like, well, can I play? I want play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Or or um, like I said to, to Tony on bass, I said there are there are transitions where I'm playing melodiously on the drums. You can catch those. And if you want to do an answer, a little fill in here, here, go ahead. Ivan did it as well. And of course, Gus, you know, had the solos. And what was interesting about that is that I had written a solo for every single song. And what made him want to play on this album is I ran into him in an airport lounge in Istanbul. And um, it was an open chair. It happened to be next to him. And I was being goofy and like pretending I didn't see him and just like, where am I gonna sit? He'll say, sit here. So okay. And I, I he goes, What are you doing? I said, I'm just working on some stuff. He goes, Let me hear it. I'm like, no, I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I want you to hear this. Right. So he goes, give it to me. I put it he put the, he pulled the headphones out and said, Please let me let me record this for you. I'm like, Okay, sure. <laughs> twist my arm. Yeah, twist my arm, right? Uh, so what he said about the solos is. Uh, a couple of them in an endearing way. And I love this. He said, I need to play this because this is this is wrong for guitar. This would be impossible to learn. And I said, I know I get it because, you know, initially I I I, I wrote the solos and I was trying to find like some kind of violin kind of sound. And I was thinking having a psycho violinist get out there and like play these solos with me. It just hit me. This is a long time ago. And I was like, uh, "Okay, no." Um, and Gus said, I, I, "I gotta try." So he went in and, and, and did it, and um, he uh, encountered certain songs where he just he just he asked me if he could just do his own thing, and I said, "Sure, go ahead," and then I'll I'll, I'll, I'll wreck your solo and ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> nice, you know? <laughs> you know. You know what I mean. So you know, the, the reason that happens, I'll tell in a minute, but before I do that, Jen um, I, I had done a, a project for her call you know her, her one minute one minute uh, thing she was putting out mm-hmm. and we, we did a Stevie Wonder song one minute champs. We were doing a Stevie wonder song and I noticed her tone uh, for um, and her swing. And her ability to play like a lot of instruments. And I was like, well, I just noticed that, that's really good. You know, because I had her, her solo album, which was guitar. So um, um, one thing led to another. Um, I, I, I thought of her and I, I sent her um, a few instrumental tracks. And Freak of Nature was one. And when she heard that, she wrote me right away and said, I Please let me do this like, okay. So what's interesting about her is, is 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 that she's got this unique sound and tone, which I didn't ex- expect It's it's, it's striking as like, and I and I liked it for that and plus her pitch is spot on. But the thing is, like every singer, a singer has their range where they sound, most comfortable. And I had already finalized all of the music for these tracks. So there are a couple of them that she said, that's a little bit in this range. That's not my, you know, the sweet zone.
2: Comfort zone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The comfort zone. So uh freak of nature is, 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 is one that's not as it's, it's like in the middle kind of a thing Right. with her, you know what I'm saying? So the one coming out, Friday not drowning uh, is a different animal. So that's a little more in that in that sweet zone. So uh, she did an absolutely wonderful job making, uh, you know, con- giving some consistency to all of them because to- even through the process, she said to me, I'm going to have to sing that like really low. Uh, this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, I was like, wait a minute. It is my house. <laughs> I was like, this yeah. is not, my, you know, the David Byrne thing. This is not my musical <laughs> house. I, like, oh yeah, it is. And I, I didn't know. So anyway, um, that's that's a scene. us, you know, she, she's like, bang, got it. So the guitar solos. Let me just uh, do that, and you can. I don't know. How, how long are we doing this for? Uh,
2: whenever, whenever you need to go, man. We, you've, whatever right. you'd like to talk about. <clears throat> we-
0: okay, so. Um, with the solos, I had uh, joined the band Extreme and I went on tour right away. And then when we returned home, there were eight months off. It's like, okay, all right, um, why don't I practice my drums and um, finish my rhythm knowledge, this thing I was calling rhythm knowledge, which are my books. So, I I, I finished the first two with, with a co writer, of course. Um, and then I bought some equipment for songwriting. And it was interesting because I would get ideas at strange hours of the night and just get up and go work. And it was fun. And I would just sleep whenever. And I loved to cook, so I had like crazy amounts of. Great food in the house, pre cooked, and yeah, you know, it's just like it was like a it was a nice alone time. And uh, during that time, I wrote a bunch of songs, and I figured, well, let me write some stuff I think would be appropriate for Extreme, even though I knew that what would happen was like because we had written stuff at sound checks, and jammed together, and we had material that just is just gone. It's it's just gone. It's some it's under like a Maxell XL two cassette in some in some, you know, at the bottom of three compacted cars and some junkyard. So I, I don't know where it is. You see what I see how my mind works? That's why it's yeah, so yeah. That's some of the songs in my reading, go, where did that come from? Like, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> um, keeping that uh, stuff for back in so, the days of bitch, uh, man. <laughs> yeah, so, Right, so, um, um, yeah, so I, I wrote these songs and I wanted to designate where the solo was. And I got on a keyboard and I tried and I had, I had a sweet a sequencer with a floppy disk still.
2: Oh, geez. So,
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, so I tried to record shapes and motions that I couldn't really play, but I wanted to do like arpeggio sweeps, stuff like that, you know, Nuno play anything so um, something you know it wasn't good I was I was embarrassed <laughs> I wasn't gonna I'm gonna send that so it hit me one day um, I looked at one of my percussion modules I knew it had a vibraphone and marimba stuff like that so I put the vibraphone on and and um, um, assigned those sounds from my pads like that kit this drum kit is a, is an apex shape it's symmetrical mm-hmm. it goes from the middle out and so i had a small kit shape like that that i had on tour that i would just practice because you know this drum kit isn't something that just you know i was able to play when i i i set the first version of this up and could not play it it this is a learning tool for me this is a you know this is something that i was like i pulled me to be developing who and what I am now as far as you know a, a drummer so I couldn't even play it definitely not This was t- totally ambidextrous I'm like ah left like <laughs> high the high hats going like you know <laughs> right. and it's funny people call me ambidextrous I'm not ambidextrous I I, I worked very very hard to develop the skills associated with it and I got into cognitive science and that really changed everything mm-hmm. for me so that's a tangent I'm gonna right, hold on <laughs> It, <laughs> so so um, I asked Nuno if I could borrow one of his amp heads and, and cabinets, and he, he said yes, so I got it and took the output of the percussion sound that I was using and put it into the guitar, and distorted it, and we're like, huh, <laughs> well, that sounds interesting. It doesn't sound great, but... It's a distorted note, you know, in, in the string, sort of in the string family, even though not quite, because, a, a, you know, a vibraphone is a, a hunk of metal, like a doink, it's sure. a key. But um, yeah. I, I just like, I tuned, well, I assigned the right key signature notes to all of the pads for each of the songs. So any pad I hit was, uh, was a right note, because... <laughs> Because the solo sectors were in one, one particular key signature, um, which is like, it's similar to what's, what's happening on on my solo album. Um, and I just played this mad stuff and I had foot pedals too. So essentially I had four limbs to play one low E string if I wanted to. <laughs> so I, I did some things on purpose, knowing you know what hear it and sure enough, he, uh, I, I, you know, I, I can't say I, I remember word for word of verbatim what he said or what he wrote. I don't even remember if I spoke or talked or faxed or whatever it was. But I remember um, him. Let me use the word saying, saying that's just insane. I got to learn that. So when <laughs> I when I ran in, when, when I ran into Gus and I heard him say the same thing, I knew that he needed to be the guy. So that's that how right. yeah. that's how that happened.
2: So I, I did have a question about Dino Jalusic, because it's it's interesting because you know he introduced you to Tony Dickinson and Ivan Keller yeah. and you know and obviously they're world class players you know TSO and all that kind of stuff and um but you you know Dino suggested them. Was there ever a thought, like, was there ever a a brief discussion to get Dino himself on this? Because obviously he's just uh, unbelievable. And since you're already talking about this, was there any talk of having him on the album at all? Or
0: there there, there wasn't an option to have him, um, uh, you know, on my on my final album, you know, because um, no, a million reasons. But anyway, that's so uh, he's not on it. (laughs) There you go.
3: Short you know, and simple. Uh, yeah. he, he's
0: great. I was amazing and a great person too. So uh so yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, so what what are you what are you
2: hoping fans get out of this? Because it's I mean it is a very unique project. You know, you're known as Mike Mangini the drummer, and you know, even when drummers do put out solo records, which is not common, it's not, hey, it's song-based. I'm I'm trying to, you know you know venture into the world of actual songwriting what it it tends to be very rhythmic and you know so this is a very unique project so what what is your if you had a message that you wanted to get across with this record what would it be
0: it would be to either by how music makes you feel or how words make you think to use those to to grow, you know, to, to learn to learn how to find, um, you know, the, like the, the truth, or the reality of something, um, for the lack of a better description. Um, it's it's really about having a calling and and and, and like oh I'm being inspired, you know. So um, I really want to reach a, I do want to reach a broader audience to, as, as my honorable mention, I would like to share what I do. If that's the simplest message, then that's the message. I mean, I'd like to share what I do over here with people that would not, um, pay any mind, uh, to me, if, if they were listening, if, it, if, if they weren't listening to music on the albums that I'm on, um, or if they saw something like this or, you know, saw a drum solo of mine or a clip that somebody put up. Because everyone's always putting clips of like this stuff. You know, and it's like I, I look at it and go, when I've seen it, I, I can't even, you know, look. It's just like, oh, um, it's like, of course, that little piece of every solo gets clipped. Or if I play very polyrhythmic. Of course, that gets taken and there's there's an issue made out of it or something or a scene or something. It's like the meat of what I do is never looked at. It's never grabbed and shown. It's never forefront. But it's the forefront of what I do. I play music, you know, and I've played music where I stay out of people's way and Um, When I feel something in that music, I I, I play for it and use my abilities to enhance it in some way to color it in. And so the message is, you know, hey, you know, to to the person that doesn't really get what I do, um, maybe they'll get that from this because it's 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 not intimidating, you know, at, at least. At least the regular parts. I don't know if the solo sections are maybe. I mean, let let me clarify. To play it like me on that instrument is not so easy. The simple sounding stuff is not easy to play because of of the balance shifts that have to occur to stay in time. The distances that I have to go the difficulty in memorizing the exact drum to hit. It's not just making a rhythm. If that was the case, I would default to um, a five-piece kit with a small, a medium, and a large tom-tom to just get the range. A regular hi-hat, a closed one, a couple of crash cymbals, a ride, and maybe a stack. And that would be it. Because um, if I played that way, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to use a kit like this to just fill in and go and just hit everything on the kit. <laughs> I, I would I mean I just hit the drums that work and then I can hit more notes on the one drum. So I'm just trying to share what I'm doing here because maybe one of the final things I'll say here is that I I became aware. And I recognized that transitions throughout this record, if they were, if it wasn't, if they weren't played on that drum set, wouldn't work on a small kit. And that's interesting. Very that's much. So, inter- yeah. That's interesting because, because um, when people, oh, when drummers cover my drum parts on a smaller drum set with. Music I'm on it. It can be reflected. It can be reflected. Um, not you know not all of it, but you know in in essence, to a point. But uh, and not you know exactly, but to a point. Yeah. So um, the thing, the thing about some of the moves on this album is that the rhythm is like three, four bang. Okay. Now, if I just had a four-piece kit, that fill would sound like 12341 Do 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 boom. Now, if anybody heard me do that on an the album, they might say, "Okay, yeah, this you can do it." But you—is that really you? Like, is it—is the integrity in it? And, yeah, yeah. It might be, it might be. But you get my point. Of course. You get my point. So when I'm playing. Well, that sounded like that. I didn't mean that. Where did that come right. from? <laughs> is, that, is That's that that's my, my my Italian heritage and all those you know, big family weddings coming into my...
2: I'm Italian my myself. But, yeah. I'm, I'm like, following what? right along, Mike. I'm Italian myself. <laughs> oh, I
0: will, my gosh. So, sorry. I, do I have a shield? No, no, I want that. <laughs> anyway, um, but you on that kid, it goes like... So, Ba, 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 ba. now the thing is I can't just pick any four drums because if I start with this hand but the next ride source is in a is over here because the key signature demands that well then I can't play it starting with this hand because then I'm going to end up having to do a double or moving in a very uncomfortable way that where yeah. I can't strike the drums hard so that's a unique thing about the album. Is it just might sound like that's, I'm sure, with Freak of Nature, I am absolutely sure that um, a number, a percentage of people heard it when just were sort of like, <laughs> "Which is, well, that's a simple B, like, yeah, yes." But if you would like the drumsticks, <laughs> if yeah. you would like to get on that drum kit, if you're a drummer, then then do that because you might be satisfied, you'd be challenged to sit down and go yeah i got oh, oh wait a minute oh oh wait a minute oh wait yep. a minute because that's what happens and people sit down on their kid they go whoa whoa, 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 whoa. what yeah I'm like oh you gotta flip your feet and I'm like huh <laughs> Do what yeah. yeah yeah
2: it was <laughs> i was i was gonna bring that up about freaking nature because you know and i won't keep you too much long. i really appreciate you sticking around um
0: thanks we'll it, go a few more minutes
2: yeah a, a freak of nature is interesting because I, when you first listen to it and this is this is my visceral reaction we do a lot of deep diving on the show here um but you know, when you first listen to it, you're thinking, okay, this is a good, heavy, modern rock song. It's got a good hook and everything, this set and the other. And when you, you go listen back to it, all of a sudden you hear those manginiisms, you know, for lack of a better word. You know, you, you hear those in there, and you're like, holy shit, like it's it's very nuanced. And I, I think it's exactly as you said like you you wanted your own flair in it, but you want but you wanted it to be more accessible too. So I it's such an interesting listen. So, yeah, I, I completely get what you're saying, because I completely got that from from listening to the song multiple times.
0: Thank you. That's a that's a big relief, because that's what that's what I want to do, you know, because I just tried to put put things in there for the, the, the spectrum of listeners out there. You know, the stuff like that, I know that's going to I know that's going to translate to a certain demographic. Um but uh, it's yeah it's 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 the other crowd you know so that that's for that's to play for that you know, that friend that some friends I had you know uh, if 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 I I don't know put on whatever complex type of music for a friend or something as a young kid or you put like fusion on Billy Cobham yep. so that or or, or or whatever I don't even know what comes to mind here. Um, You know, certain friends are like, "Yep, I like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you don't have to like it. It wasn't until I studied cognitive science, I found that phrase interesting. I don't like this. I said, wow, Because I never understood it. I was just like, well, you know, all right, I, I get it. But I put music on and just start. It, my, my mind just starts dissecting it, and I, I and I, I like that process of like listening a different way as a as a person that loves to learn. So, oh, what you know, what is this? How's that going? Okay, sure. So when I studied you know, more deeply in cognitive science, and then MIT did the study, I realized that sometimes when someone says, "I don't like that," sometimes it's not about the taste. Or, or that kind of thing. It's that they don't like the feeling that, that they, they don't know what's going on in there. Cause I didn't either of this area of the brain not being wired and it drives the, it's uncomfortable. It actually makes you like, you know, how you could, if you do a lot of uh, homework or reading, you, you, you grab your hair and you kind of do that or, or you, you, you squint your eyes. You know what I mean? Like when, yeah. it, when, it, when in, information kind of tires you out, that's what I noticed. I was like, I think this particular person in this particular case doesn't like the feeling of not being able to process this thing, and if, and if they could process it, they might like this music. And so that became a very important um, source of my love. And what I what I actually did. And it just it just it, this is a tough sell. This is a tough sell. What I'm about to say is like is like I'm saying to you, John. You have a dollar in your pocket. Okay. Now I got a vending machine here. For a dollar, you can have a pair of my drumsticks. You can have two pairs of my drumsticks. You can have a cymbal. You can have two of my gong drums. You're not going to take the drumstick for a dollar, are you? No. You're going to take the most no. value you can get, aren't you?
2: Yes. All right, well, <laughs> so. So,
0: like, so for that dollar, why don't you get the world? And what I mean by that is I set up um, – I chose two of my rhythm knowledge systems from from my second book, Volume 2, which has the systems in it. The first book is about, you know, what are we and how do we work? And how does that relate to us wanting to learn about music or learn to be a musician? That's the first one. Things are easy when you know, you know, how? How does it all work? The second book is the things are easy when you know what? So I figured out how to boil anything that could be played rhythmically down to these five systems. And it applies to every instrument, but it also applies to non-musicians. So I took two of the courses and I put them on my Vimeo rental page. And one of them is called Not Quite Doubled, which is a pattern recognition system. And as I use these words, it's probably a turnoff to people just because I'm using the words. And I, I just say, oh, no, 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 come on, come on. Just like, just give it a minute because I can teach a non-musician. Well, I have taught non-musicians, 100% unfailing, for sure, guaranteed every time. I've taught them in less than 10 minutes how to wire that area of the brain, or at least begin the wiring of it, because you have to keep, you know, you have to work. But how to wire it initially and how to to recognize any complex bass rhythm, any, anything. I'm talking like time changes, quick Mm -hmm. ones. It works. And why not spend your time or your dollar being able to do something to give you the joy of every single kind of music in this world? Everything. For such a short investment of you know, just 10 minutes, for crying out loud, just to get it, you know, but but the, yep. but the course, I put nine hours of material, I mean, because each, each of those courses is an hour, but I, I sat there and, and recorded very slowly for five minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, you know, hour, 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 so people could gradually build with me, and, 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 just drill these base binary rhythms and meaning the only two things you got to deal with an on or an off <laughs> right because with with because with odd phrases okay odd phrases when you go um, on off on off or down up down up it could be a guitar or right left right left or or hit rest hit rest whatever two voices you have The second one, the up, becomes the one with an odd number because if you have seven, right, you go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, one. So the way that the system works is you count every other one, and that's why it's not quite doubled. I don't count to four, not quite doubled to get a grouping of seven. It's just a a phrase, a term, whatever, what I came up with at the time. It's not as important as the essence of what it is, yep. but um, why wouldn't you just do that? And so I hope that eventually um, I can bring a lot of people into that world because I know the the joy I get when someone goes from thinking and feeling that there is no way that they can play something that I play or understand complex music or like Indian music that's flying with very large time signatures and stuff, you know, just very complex rhythms to become comfortable with. If they think they can't do that, my soul has, it's just living through this thing called rhythm knowledge, which offers something called hope. And there has just been no greater joy to me than that, than someone, you know, Getting a hold of this and, and just having their life transform—that's why I like teaching so much. It was a very emotional thing. It still is. Anybody that signs up for my Zoom classes and stuff like that—it's the experience is pretty mind-blowing. Not, just, but it's very mind-blowing to everybody because what they expected is not what happened. Because you expected—they didn't know what to expect because they didn't know. They, they didn't have any experience. How do you know? You don't know. Yep. You, you got to go there and, and, and take that leap. And I, I've opened up classes to beginners numerous times, like just a class of beginner. It's like the interest is nil. I'm like, this is unbelievable to me. I'm, I'm about to save a person a decade, a decade of practicing easily than anyone that knows the system and at least has had me coach them personally. They sure. know that, that's, that, that, that that claim is true. Like I made a claim. I don't want to make a claim. I can't back up. But I can mm-hmm. back, I can, and they back it up for me. That's the best, that's that's the best backup in the world, right? The best verification, you know, or authentication of, of, of this, of a method. Yeah. So um, that's what it is. And I, I really, you know, you asked me, what's your message? And I'm still talking. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the message is, hey, look, and I would like to share what I do here, okay? But I would like to, you know, give... Have somebody share with me the joy of growth, either from like, for example, like Freak of Nature. It's like it's about. Well, I mean, my inspiration doesn't mean it's someone else's. So you you got you got to interpret this how you want. That's the, each song can be can be used for that. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean what I had it mean, right? And what I had, whatever. What does do 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 da 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 mean? I still don't know. <laughs> And what does it mean to me? It means that's how to write a hit song. Don't do you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't know? I don't know. Um, so where was I? Um, no, man. I can't do do do
2: da da da. I, was, I,
0: I can remember <laughs> just. The, the, the playing at the rat and boss like my mind just goes into these 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 crevices I, I, I told memory. you i'm italian
2: this is normal conversation memory
0: for me. <laughs> memory crevices i'm just like i get pulled out and go uh and your name is so um so it's like you' know, I, you know um I, I just want to promote thought how how what you know what method can I use to improve in this what method can i use to learn about something reality of it or the truth of it uh what is it really what's really happening with this thing you know and, and 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 with that in mind I speak about physics a lot I don't think I could pass any kind of proficiency test on it I, I know no but but what I can do is tell you what it does and and how it works and what it's for that I can do from, because I draw pictures, I yep. structure of structures. I go. I know what I know. What this is, what it can do. I don't memorize all that stuff, so <laughs> I don't want to sound like I do. But um, you know, I, I used a metaphor, a physics metaphor for uh, we're not drawing it. But anyway, freak of nature is like elite athletes, or forces of nature, or forces in nature, or the forces of the universe, whatever. But force of nature doesn't sound good you know yeah, one true. force force of nature force of... <laughs> it's just more like it belongs in a lounge right
2: you get in the swing into it yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like it's like this elite athlete that's unstoppable and, and people criticize all the time Critic, they have no idea you criticize this football player i'm sorry but i would not want to get in front of that person because they would break bones so i think i'm not going to criticize him but it's easy to do <laughs> on the internet it's easy to do on the internet right it's to criticize <laughs> yep. people you no one's going to know touch me i'm, I'm going to be as mean as possible say what i want about yep. but anyway so the critical or they think you can you know defeat a hurricane or anything just get out of the way if you know if rob Gronkowski's a big barrel and ashes a tight end and you're a small cornerback do your best and hit him but yeah, you, know, you could see sometimes they would, t- 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 you know, you just boom, yep. blast right through, or a big lineman or whatever athlete. You know, just look at some people um, have 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 natural abilities that are different from others, and they do something with those. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a song on the record about uh, you know, not not squandering your gifts. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so I don't know. See if see the stuff makes you kind of go ah, interesting, what's that you know? What, 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 uh, how do I want to apply that to something? Not necessarily yeah. what what did he mean by this? It doesn't matter what I it doesn't matter because there sometimes there you are know, multiple things. So I'm I just trying to make a song sound like something, and put meaning to it uh, to to uh, to to induce some thought about something personal to whoever's listening
2: for sure well i know we're we're way over time so so i cannot appreciate i can't i can't tell you how much i appreciate this um we are a fan driven show so we've had a whole bunch of comments the fans are just loving this uh thank thank you yeah our our good buddy Kale McLeish, who's actually backstage right now he says it's the master himself Loved the new single and what a stellar lineup our good buddy robert reams says hell yeah this is awesome thanks for being here mike you're welcome we've got uh Man, David Condren, he says, this is truly amazing. Thank you so much for having the great Mike Mangini on the cast. Mike, you are truly one of a kind and such a huge blessing to me and to DT. Your new material is awesome. Thank you. Joe Gebhardt you. says, Appreciate it's always cool it. to hear how an artist gets their spark for an idea, or in this case, the album. Thanks for sharing, Mike. And You're uh, welcome. You're welcome yeah it was this was a blast mike and i the 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 new the new single obviously it won't be as new as of tomorrow but uh freak of nature is the new single and uh one more time promote the one that is coming out tomorrow here and it's already out in australia but as kale has reminded me many times as we're talking
0: yeah all righty and so yeah my link tree links to this rhythm knowledge stuff if people are interested in just seeing what it's about if nothing else it's It saves time. (laughs) That's all I can tell you. It works. So that's it.
2: Take it easy. Well, appreciate it. Again, Mike, thank you so much for the time. I know we're way over, but this was a blast and uh, great best of luck with the record, man. I can't wait to hear the whole thing.
0: Thank you. Take care.
2: You too, man. See you, Mike.
0: Bye-bye. Are you shutting this?
2: (laughs) Yes, I I can take you right out. There you go. All right. (laughs) There he goes, everybody. The great Mike Mangini. That was crazy. I was told, hey, let's do 29 minutes, and Mike gave us so much more. That was, uh, wow. You know, I've I've been podcasting for a while, but it it never gets old when you get to talk to one of your heroes, man. That is just the coolest thing. So, uh, yeah, there he goes, Mike Mangini. Again, the the, uh, current single is Freak of Nature. He's got a new one coming out tomorrow, so make sure you check that out. Uh, Wow, a lot to digest there. I went full music nerd for a minute. It's a good thing brian wasn't on or we might not have gotten anything but music nerd stuff so uh there you go so uh thank you guys for the kind words in the comments appreciate you all there so uh robert husted says epic interview john thank you very much mike is very easy to talk to because he he is very descriptive in his answers and sometimes you'll interview somebody that'll give you like two sentence answers and it it makes it a little difficult you got to kind of pull stuff out of Mike is so descriptive and it's so it's so interesting to listen to him because he has such a unique perspective so that was that was a total blast man so all right moving on to the second half of the show so we have had a debate going on the show for it might be over a year now but it's it's been quite a while in any case and basically it started with in the chat and we were talking about the song Octavarium. And come to find out, I thought that every dream theater fan loved the title track Octavarium. I, I thought that was just a thing. Like, who doesn't like Octavarium? Well, come to find out, there are people that don't. And it sparked a pretty big debate in the chat that has continued back and forth uh ever since it started. I believe okay, I'm, I'm being told in the private chat that it was December. So it is almost a year. And uh Yeah, so for almost a year, we've had a few fans battling each other on whether or not Octavarium is a good song. So, we've been talking about it as a joke, but we wanted to make it a reality. We are now going to do Octavarium in the Octagon. So, I'm going to bring them on one at a time, and I'm going to bring on the person first who started this whole whole debacle <laughs> our very good friend chastity crawley is going to be on and i'm going to give them each 60 seconds to explain their viewpoint and then we're going to get them all on we're going to have ourselves a good old-fashioned debate here so chastity welcome back to the show it's good to see you thank you for sitting backstage while we were uh, talking to the man himself mr mike mangini how are you
1: i'm good it's me versus the whole fandom so what will be good well cal's gonna help but me <laughs> versus 99.9 percent of the
2: fandom there you go <laughs> All right. So 60 seconds. Why do you not like Octavarium?
1: I like the music part. It just lyrically, I'm going to quote Mangini. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't work in this section of my brain. I don't like it. And you're going to get sign language. For this. <laughs> <laughs> but it just, if I could take the lyrics out, which I did the math and did great song. I'd listen to it all the time. Just the lyrics don't fit with the way I want it to mesh together. And I'm not the only one. I have quotes from people <laughs> that don't. <It's> like, <laughs>
2: took, took notes, did you?
1: <laughs> I have notes. <laughs> you can't see how bright my phone is, but I have notes on parts that I don't like. Wow. I did my research, but me versus the fandom. Hopefully I don't get drugged
2: completely. <laughs> I th- All right. Well, all right, so so you are you are the counterpoint. Let's bring on our point real quick. This is uh, a gentleman that you have seen on the show a couple times. And also, if you are a viewer or listener, uh, if you watch or listen to my nerd podcast, the Nerf Herder Council, you've also seen him there. Uh, He is our very good friend, Mr. Sean Faust. How
3: are you, man? Hey, thank you so much for having me here, John. I'm appreciating this. Um, I want to think of something that Mike said during his interview that I can steal, to defend my liking of this song. uh, Okay. Well, Chastity just stole something to defend her disliking of this song. Okay. So, um, I mean, I've had a year to think about this almost, and I should have been prepared, but um, (laughs) I need something that's been said in the past uh, 67 minutes to really drive it home. Hmm. It's when I go da-da-da-da for crying out loud. But seriously, I'm looking forward to this because uh, I'm sure since December, Chastity has come to realize that, you know, it's a good song. And maybe just read the lyrics, read the lyrics back in the day before all you young whippersnappers had your your MP3 players and (laughs) whippersnappers. Hey, I'm old, dude. So just let's let's uh, let's go easy on the old man. I it's past my bedtime by about three hours. My dinner time's at three thirty p.m. <laughs> I uh, I already forgot what I was saying. See, that's what happens. All right. Well, the, the, the,
2: there's there's your sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. So uh, all right, Glad l- I wasted l- it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first time, my friend. It's not the first. Not time. at all. Uh, all right, so let's bring on the the man in the middle, so to speak. Uh, you know him. You love him. He is one of the first two fans of the show ever, maybe the first, maybe the first fan. It's between him and Adam Rishog. He is, of course, the legend himself, Mr. Cale McLeish, all the way from Australia. Kale obviously displaying his beautiful vinyl copy of the actor. Yeah, oh dear, you for me reading. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. 60 seconds. Why are you on the fence with this song? Either it's parts good, parts bad. 60 seconds.
4: For exactly that, I think there's some great parts in there, and I think there's some lowlights in there. I think there's a lack of uh, ever-present riff, like with a lot of the great Dream Theater songs. There's that one hook to get into as chastity said i don't think the lyrics are all that perfect though they do fit a very good um points to end not just the album but also the whole meta album cycle that's been running since scenes i don't know it's got real good high points and it's got some rather low points for me as well so i think it might be even a little over long for my take anyway
2: all right over wow I, that, that is uh that's an interesting take because while it is like you know one of their epic length tunes i think a lot of people think that the it kind of flies by so uh let's bring everybody on all at once we'll get to some comments here sean and chastity here we go uh we've got kale and i who you know i'm the moderator but kale's on the fence up top and then we've got you know sean at the bottom versus chastity there we go so uh so <laughs> look at this chris aiken by the way aiken thank you for hooking up the Mangini interview everybody say thanks to aiken even though he's being a dick uh he says i love it as a means of torture yeah, on touch and non-metal bars <laughs> <laughs> not, not gonna lie i've i've been known to do a to play uh a change of seasons and then right as I'm leaving do a fast pass to play it right again so people that are playing shit music get basically 50 minutes of <laughs> uh, Robert Husted says those people who don't like Octavarium are called nerds John <laughs> you know
1: Robert the last time you were on you couldn't spell my name right with my ti- name on my title I know I'm not
2: listening oh. to you Ooh. Oh, Ooh. F- look at that she's already coming out swinging I think they are only to one and, and a half plus. <laughs> Alexa- uh Johan Alexanderson anybody taking bets what about (laughs) sarcasmo asshole yeah where's sarcasmo (laughs) been we haven't seen sarcasmo in a minute that's interesting okay all right so chastity your main complaint the first one you brought up was, was the lyrics let's start there what 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 do you not like about the lyrics
1: so i went down i broke it down like line by line on here it doesn't to me it's just it sells out. It doesn't fit with, and yeah, I did say it sells out. Like if you listen, (laughs) break it down line by line, he starts out. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to be medicated and self-medicate myself and be so out of it for 30 years. I'm just going to do it anyway. It's fine. That's all I want now. Okay. That's could be like a six minute song. Congratulations. It's not the length. I'll listen to six degrees straight through 41 minutes. I don't care how long it is but the story of it could be done in six minutes. Mm. You don't need to take 24 minutes to say that you sold out Well, not knowing you sold out, not knowing necessarily sold out, but gave up to what you didn't want because you were so over-medicated. I just stick it in the twelve step from Portnoy fighting, like going through his 12 steps. I think parts of it would fit better with that than on its own thing. Okay. Like... I don't have it in verses here. It talks about wrong addiction. <laughs> it's still an addiction because he's self medicating. So hold on, I'm scrolling through my ten thousand things. So when it says,
3: it's not that long.
1: No, I'm, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I will here. You want math, Sean? You ready for this?
3: Oh boy! I listen oh to Dream Theater. I, I get math all the time.
1: <laughs> I sat down and counted <laughs> How long my husband And I did the math driving The total studio album catalog Is 1,126 minutes and 25 Jesus. seconds
3: What's that in hours?
1: 18 hours, 46 minutes and 25 seconds mm. Out of the entire thing Octavarium And the other song that we You deep dived into that Deep dove into that album A couple episodes ago I dislike 15 minutes and 40 seconds out of the entire catalog combined between two songs.
4: This song is longer than that.
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> mind the music though that's the thing is I like the instrumental part. If we got rid of the lyrics, it'd be fine. Eight minutes, 17 seconds instrumental great song.
3: <laughs> All right, Sean, I, 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 I did
1: it backwards Yeah
3: All Eight right. seventeen yeah.
1: that I don't like. If you put the rest, it's great. Just cut out that eight minutes.
2: Okay. All right, Sh- Sean or Kale or both, are you able to defend the lyrics to Octavarium? I personally don't have a problem with them because I I, I think it's very interesting. Um, I I like it, especially the the song title part. I, I really enjoy that. I think it was very creatively done.
3: Uh, where where do you guys stand?
4: I'll, I'll let you see. start, Sean. Uh,
3: I'm not trash talking the band at all because some cool stuff had come since, but I think lyrically overall after kevin moore left they kind of the lyrics weren't as fantastic i guess would be for lack of a better term the lyrics for octavarium until chastity just told me the entire story of that song i was always like i don't (laughs) know what the hell is going on and uh that's that's cool. So like I figured like he dropped some acid at one point and he threw on some Cheech and Chong and some Van Halen and for some reason was listening to Wilson Phillips. Wow, that's just crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole thing like of not wanting to be like him and I become him. that's every child says that I'm not going to be like my parents. I'm not going to be like my parents. And that somehow they end up being somewhat like their parents. Uh, lyrically, you know what? Chastity, you got to win. Oh, if we that. can just do the lyrics
1: part, great. Let's just debate the lyrics because I like it musically. Do you like it musically, like the melody, the tonality? You like that part?
3: I mean, if I agree with you now, then what the hell are we doing here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's fight about anything. I can. Ha- I'll fight about home. You want to fight about
3: home? Oh, no, oh, that's no, that's right. You don't no like no. home. It's <laughs> it's oh my god, that's young. right. It's exactly. You but... for that. Wait, Chassis, so what kind you know, of Dream ch- Theater fan are you? I, was, Chassis, I don't I was just...
1: want to endorse a dude sleeping with his brother's wife. Why is that okay? You're not endorsing it. Because it's
3: it, a Dream
2: it. Theater it's song, and of, it's, it's awesome. It's, it's
3: part <laughs> it's of an
1: overall great story. cut out. Again, because I did the math on this.
4: Trying to condemn it. I don't know if you've actually noticed the tone in which it talks about that. Even because he it's, says it's wrong. Yeah.
1: But it's still, you're spending 12 minutes and 53 seconds going, oh, look at this big, long story. And I want her so much. She's home to me. I want her so much. And I know it's my blood. I know it's my brother, but I'm doing it anyway. And I'm like, you could do the rest of the album with just, okay, she died. It was this very tragic thing. And that one little snippet where it talks about it in Fatal Tragedy, that's fine. You don't need that 12 minutes. And you don't need the sex scene, like the mining and in the background. You don't you, you need... You
4: realize that it. finally you you? literally paints this dude out to be the fucking main villain of the thing, right?
1: He can be the main villain <laughs> without the great. sex sounds. You don't need that. You don't need to be going, oh, I love my brother's wife. Look at my sister-in-law. Who who here... Y'all have brothers all right, then and take us the right side of the headphones we
4: get to that bit and just hear the casino in the background.
2: <laughs> Problem solved. I, I'm getting... You know, I mean, we're... You know... We're we're here to talk about Octavarium, so we'll get it back on the rails. I'm I gotta say, Chastity, though, you're coming you're, you're you're coming in here strong, saying I don't like Octavarium, I don't like Home. I mean, next thing it's gonna be like you know Metro, you know Metropolis Part One. No, and,
1: I'm telling you, I you know. only dislike out of 18 hours, I only dislike 15 minutes, and it's just the lyrics. I could listen to any all of the rest of it. You give me that 18 hours. I'm good. Just cut out that 15 minutes of lyrics.
3: You know, speaking of 18 hours, why don't we bring up the intro to um, Octavarium? That five
1: and a half minutes?
3: I mean, I love Floyd. I love Floyd. Um, And I love the intro to Shine On You Crazy Diamond. But here it's like, like, what what did I dub it? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Shine On You Crazy. Oh, my God. Um, Eclipse of the Heart. Because it goes from this like five minutes instead of like what could have been said in, in a minute, but there's like so much meandering going on. It's amazing how you're here to defend yourself for not liking it and now I'm trash talking it. You're doing a great job at this debate. You're this awesome. Point. Going
2: crosswired now.
3: No, no, well, you know, I can't the reason want... this happened is because I made a facial expression when chastity said in the chat that she doesn't like octavarium. I was like, what? what the hell and it, it just became this grudge match so no, i'm it was here on, for it. it was on
1: fan hangout I, it was the fan hangout and you were that's like, right yeah that's right what
3: did i do <laughs> Do my facial, expression, <laughs> do you know? facial oh, expressions? I can't
1: do facial expressions. You were just this pure shock and like almost anger that I
3: didn't like. I, okay. is- anger.
2: See, Sean, you're 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 older like I am. So th- what what this is turning into is like back in the the heyday of '80s wrestling when res- like WrestleMania was the only pay per view and you
3: waited all year for the main event and then you got to the main event and it sucked. That's that's what you're doing here. Oh, I'm like- sorry. So anyway, <laughs> chastity. Everything you're saying is completely incorrect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> About home. <laughs> Correct. Oh, uh, oh <laughs> everything you've said about it, lyrically that's a good song i'm sorry that you don't like the context of it but anyway so back to shine on you crazy eclipse <laughs> of the heart um <laughs> this is why i'm glad i have waterproof mascara on. Oh, oh, my this is <laughs> oh, my oh my god amazing oh my god where did we wow. lose
2: this episode and can we get <laughs> I, it back <laughs> i was gonna say poor kale hasn't even got to throw his two cents worth. you know what? Kale, and- Mike!
1: <laughs> Is that a?
2: Oh my gosh! I
1: think Kell's too comfortable on his fence. He can't decide which side he wants to. There fall you go. On. Nice I long, don't... like split rail, the big log fence. Just chilling. All right, Kel, <laughs> we're not fighting I'm, each I'm, other. I'm going to go gotta, re- re- get re- on re- Sean's re- side. Re-
3: re-
1: <laughs> just be on Sean's side for a minute because he gave up and said, "I won."
3: <laughs> no, I didn't. What the no, hell lyrically, are you talking about? lyrically, lyrically, I'm just going to give it to you because you it's, know
1: it's it's, it, it's an odd song that could be. Condensed story. Well, Well, I'm just saying, until
4: you brought it up today, I thought it was very much a um, self contained by movements because the first one is I don't want to be someone like him, the second one's Medicaid, and then you get the third one, which is just here's a bunch of shit we like, let's put it in the middle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We like that's that's just like the world's worst sandwich. Like you have moldy bread, moldy bread, look at this beautiful, expensive (laughs) hamburger, like,
4: yeah. and then the fourth one's just like hey remember that album that we were doing like 20 minutes ago here's literally <laughs> the rest just, of like, it a little line about everything that we did and then the first one's like oh yeah yeah we we started this song and it's all about starting where it ended so um
1: same note let's, yeah, let's
4: just do that let's just do that let's Go back.
1: <laughs> well like if you just read the lyrics he says i don't want to do this i want to be inspired by them i don't want to be them but then all these someone's having to medicate him to get over that point. So it does all run together. If you sit there and Yeah, look, but So you but you're like, I didn't get it either. So you did you understand why when you run it together it's a little Yeah, weird. if you run it
4: together like that, sure. But that's, that's like saying it's
1: supposed to run together
4: like that. Sure, but that's like making the debate that Bastel Warrior is part of Mike Portnoy's twelve steps wait because it's about a dude who sits there and drinks.
1: But it you can play the 12-step all is one and it all fits together.
3: Well, the mirror lie um is like the intro to the 12-step, and he's even said that.
1: You say because the mirror the, is lying, the
3: mirror lie, the mirror, oh, slash, mirror lie. slash lie. <laughs> I thought yeah. you said
1: the mirror is lying. I was like, no one has a mirror on this chat.
3: <laughs> How do you know? Maybe it's <laughs> yeah, the mirror exactly. universe and there's they're one lying. behind me. Shit. See, no, I went good. to look
1: around your head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah.
3: I> know. <laughs> Just, I, I am going to go with Joe
2: Gebhardt in the chat here. He says, again, it's Dream Theater. Why does it have to be condensed? I, I think
3: that's a great point. Dream, dream no, Theater is like a band way... you don't condense. So that, You don't that condense I them, disagree. but come on, man. Like five minutes of an F minor chord with some like, which don't get me wrong. I, I love watching it live. Um, I was at score. I don't know if a lot of people have heard about score. It was at Radio City. John right of the room is uh people that have seen score. Exactly. Oh John was there? I he's over <laughs> I was not aware. Of it. Yep. There this should side, be a side of the room. <laughs> A drinking game um, every time John mentions that he was at score. I haven't done that in a long time
2: because you assholes, I, 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 ca- I keep catching myself because of that. But I think that's a great drinking game.
3: Okay, continue. I don't know why you called all of them assholes when it's me that does it to you, but okay. <laughs> I don't People know. agree with you. Look, um, man, People all agree when the chat when you do yes, it. <laughs> I'm just yes. saying that the, the intro. 100%, dude. 100%. <laughs> The intro to it is just a little too long. It's it's meandering because I know that you know Jordan learned to play the the steel guitar from uh, Steve Howe while they were on tour with Yes, and it's cool and like I love that they experimented and did that, and I love it every time they experiment because a stale like stale Dream Theater's it's still good. It's Dream Theater. I mean, come on, it's like eating cold pizza in the morning. I, yeah, I don't know. Robert Houston, said he says why would you willingly listen to Repentance? That's not good Dream
2: Theater. It's the only example of it. Well, because I mean, I, I know that's John's favorite song. quiet. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I mean, Sean, so you bring up an interesting point. Let, let's go to the intro here. So, all right, Chastity, where do you stand on the intro? Because I that's. I, I like, like it. it. Okay. I that's can usually. Listen to,
1: if you take just the lyrics out, I'll listen to the whole song straight through.
3: You don't like the I vocal melody?
1: I wow. would rather take the vocals out of it and have it be a song like stick it like stream of consciousness or hell's kitchen where it's just instrumental i'd be great let's just stick that in there yeah but
4: at at least when james is singing it's not really really shrill on my ears when jordan goes way up there it's like oh don't do that please
1: (laughs) but he wants to it's fun (laughs)
4: Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a very good. That's a good
2: explanation for us.
4: It.
0: Okay, too. and <laughs> a,
4: a, apparently John and Mike thought sex sounds in home were fun, but you don't want them to know that. So I don't know how this <laughs> is <laughs> home on
1: the album. I just take it out.
4: Oh, I'll this battle
3: is awesome. It. It, Wait, take home my out?
1: Just take it
3: out. Oh, fuck. Take
1: home
4: out, and you miss like ninety percent of the story.
2: Yeah. All right. So so. Discuss Metal Joe. Good to see you, by the way, brother. Um, sorry, I couldn't get your question in for Mike. Um, He says, Octavarium is like the Ten Commandments. Do you want to listen to a four-hour epic today? No? Then don't start. There's no good jumping on, jumping off point. You have to be ready for the whole thing. No. Very good point.
3: Right. Great. No, no, you gotta I, be,
2: I, no.
4: Jump to Medicaid. Go, go from Medicaid onwards. Once, once my eye actually joins in
3: on the song, you're good.
2: I think it's a whole piece, but I'm only here to moderate, so I'm not here to, you know. Well,
3: then you (laughs) keep that opinion to yourself. (laughs) Hey, strike, strike what John just said. None of that counts. (laughs) None of it counts. (laughs)
2: The the moderator is not allowed to opine.
4: (laughs) And yet he did. So, (laughs) Hmm.
2: well, I mean, it is my show. I mean, Jesus, I can, (laughs) I I (laughs) can break the rules if I want to like oh my god by the way guys so real quick uh show note here uh if you guys want to co-host the show like the guys are now don't forget we do have our annual fan hangout it's going to be on friday december 22nd and if you guys want to co-host like this have your own debate if you guys want to like bring up home we'll do that one uh you guys can jump in here just uh, shoot shoot us an email talking into infinity at gmail.com. Shoot us a message on Facebook. I think I might get it. Sorry, Mike L. Um, But yeah, if you guys want to jump in and do something like this, this, this is exactly what we do at the fan hangout every year. And this year, again, it is on Friday, December 22nd. So after that plug. So Sean,
4: what? Yes, there you go.
1: I,
2: I feel, I feel a home. Debate coming up. This is going to be like a fight trilogy. You know, this is damn. wait,
1: trilogy. What's the third one? I don't
3: like. I don't know. I, Say something stupid. I,
1: <laughs> oh. Oh. Damn. Says the man who flip-flopped on his opinion two minutes ago.
2: Those were some haymakers just thrown right there on either side. Oh, oh my God. I'm warm on this. Yeah. Yo- Johan Alexanderson says, I'll be in Europe that day. We'll be hella late. Yeah, Poor but it's early. worth it. It's, it's, it's so worth much it. fun. Yeah, Yo, Johan, it's worth it just to watch me drink a gorilla fart <laughs> just to see my face because I can't even hide how putrid they are. It's, it's going to so, be so drinking
1: hilarious. into infinity. That's oh, what yeah. I've been calling it it's
2: all a, year. That's really what it is. The show has a different title that night. So, all right, Sean, so the intro. Mm-hmm. Your thoughts on the intro.
3: It's just a little too long. I love the idea, but it's, it's pretty much the beginning of Shine on You Crazy Diamond by Pink Floyd. Not complaining. I love it when they wear their influences on their sleeves. I think it's great. Okay. Um, it's just it's just a little too long for me. I usually do uh fast forward a bit,
1: ten seconds at a time.
3: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I am not doing that. You're
4: missing nothing.
1: You just say if you okay. get rid of it, you're not missing anything.
4: Correct.
3: That's
1: what Literally, I thought. Literally, you, you can
3: just go. And you're fine. Oh, like straight when it kicks straight. in, kicks in. Hmm. I'm right. like when it kicks in, kicks in, you're all... Like, yeah. yeah, I'm, t- I'm right. talking about you go straight to that melodic part. Have a, have a
4: bit of an ambient chord drone before that, sure, but you don't need him soloing on two different instruments as well. Like, Well, then let me ask a question. Good on up- him for being talented and all, but do that in a more organic way rather than just... Here's a five and a half minute keyboard solo just to get you get you all sorted. Yeah.
3: Okay. Well, so- you gotta go get a beer. You gotta take a leak. I mean, there's John has to do. Why? Yeah. Just put the banner at the bottom.
1: Just put the banner at the bottom during. it.
2: Yep. <laughs> well, okay, all right, Cal. Okay, so you bring up an interesting point. Then. Now, and I'll ask this of all three of you guys. So you say just get to the point. Get to the. Okay. Fine. But with a song, this massive in scope do you think that that might be too quickly getting to the point or do you would would any of you guys say that building up to that fits in a song of this magnitude
4: we've just had seven
2: songs of build up to that magnitude
1: but what's wrong with Dream, just they just always grow like everything Theater does they're like as the album goes it just builds and builds and builds and builds
4: because you're building to an immediate dropout. That's the thing. Like You're building to that big crescendo and then here's an acoustic guitar on a float. Well, if you're built, it you doesn't can... stay built. It's just like here's five <laughs> seconds of payoff, nothing else.
1: Enjoy I read the next something similar about people
4: someone like him as well, you know? That's, okay. that's it for most of them until you get to Medicaid, really
3: all right Sean what do you what do you think I'm gonna disagree with kale I, I I like the intro I just think there's too much meandering going on maybe cut it down chastity how long is that intro again Before... uh
1: just over five minutes 30 seconds
3: so just I can over give you five... your
1: ex- my husband actually wrote down the exact, but people are like, it's six minutes. You said in it, December it was six minutes, but it's like 5.32 or something like that.
2: I thought it was 4.32. I, I actually checked it the other day. Maybe I'm – who knows? Maybe I was off, but in Drinking either case, farts. <laughs> exactly. I was imbibing in gorilla farts at <laughs> yeah. the time. Couldn't tell time properly. How, how
4: far are we calling the intro, just as a point of reference? To I think.
1: Are-
3: Oh, till lyric okay. Oh, till so, lyric start. Oh, I'm just talking about till the but but now like that final yeah. yeah we're, we're talking about so the main right. 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 right.
2: That's that's why I thought four thirty. Okay, so
4: yeah. that makes so sense. So, but, that would be to yeah, four thirty. I'll give you four thirty. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Okay. So I'd say two minutes, two minutes of that. Like, if you're gonna like do shine on, do shine on, and I get it, but it we don't have to expand upon it. Okay.
4: I'd I'd even be open to just go straight to the slide thing do the chords and then when he starts with the continuum don't do that go to the slide guitar where he brings up that next thing that gets echoed by the flow
3: once again the guitar player wants less keyboard solos i get it (laughs) it. no i don't want less
4: keyboard solos i want less i'm gonna slide all the way up here to where it gets distorted in the mix and just doesn't sound all that good on the
3: record fair fair i got you i got you
4: and again, I'm I'm saying have that as a live thing, have that as a live feature, because on score it's absolutely excellent.
3: Score. John was there.
1: <laughs> I was yeah, there. For you, John. <laughs> so was I. Oh my goodness. <laughs> there's,
4: there's a reason I don't play this anymore.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, play. all right, Chastity. The uh, the intro. Do you think it's appropriate? Or like Kale, do you think you just want to get past that four and a half minutes and go? Or do you think no, it do you think I, would take away from the vibe of the song?
1: I think it... As much as it's almost like Danny Elfman san, sounding, like...
2: <laughs> Danny, wow! What, what
1: boy, is, that, boy, is just, that an install! <laughs> no, it's a good thing. I love Tim Burton. What did Danny wow. Elfman
3: ever do to you? that? Now <laughs> no, I like fun, it. This
1: oh. is like a good thing to me.
0: Robert
3: <laughs> that. Yes. It, yeah. Because like, oh. it's got
1: a slightly, like almost a minor melancholy type thing as it moves through it I think without all that extra that's extra that's like building through it and helping it move into that it kind of feels like the instrumental part kind of feels almost unfinished without it to build into that to give it that not right creepy but kind of a creepy tone and I'm and I like it we were I went through I've been listening to it just so I can get more into the headspace for this and the man you like
4: tones, but not snake sounds in. Home. <laughs> Look, Kel,
1: I just don't want to gonna... listen to 12 minutes of someone saying, Look, I'm gonna go, you know, sleep with my my uh, brother's wife, and this is a good plan. Y'all got siblings that are married? You're gonna go hit on their spouses? No, I'm, I'm an only child. No, I don't. <laughs> We're gonna Can have, to have you a... got cousins or whoever that you want to oh, go. I'm gonna go sleep with my best friend's wife or whatever. No, yeah,
3: but it's, it's not it... his brother, so it's okay. See that? That's what that's we. That's not needed. okay. That's just. <laughs> fine. That's it's not okay. But thanks to you, now I got the music from Pee Wee's Big Adventure stuck in my head. Oh God, I'm,
1: I'm telling <laughs> you, Be friends with my husband. That'd be fine.
2: <laughs> we're gonna do like a Royal Rumble style thing at, at, at the fan hangout. We're gonna have chastity and like every two minutes, we're gonna bring in somebody else, and she's just gonna toss them out of the ring. It's just gonna be like one debate after another. Like every two minutes, there's gonna be somebody else just, just going. Completely at Chastity for not. Liking so wait home. for
3: a moderator. My you just took that. a side there, Judge. I didn't right take a side. Like, oh, you just said, "Oh, Chastity's going to shoot down everybody." Well, you audience.
1: you just switched sides. So I will. That's not taking a side. <laughs> I was stating a fact. No, so he was no, he was saying John's saying, "Oh, well, Sean switched sides, so Chastity won." So oh, that's it's not that I
3: switched sides. I still think you're wrong. I'm just agreeing with you on certain points here.
1: <laughs> but we disagree. I, I think you're going to need to
3: have the
4: um little clip out of the portnoy drum solo from once in a live dime where he goes to the let's get ready to rumble <laughs> sound oh, effects that exactly. not...
2: oh my god go All right.
1: just get that clip stick it in here it'll
2: be fine alright so I just did it <laughs> Mike Mike L has a good question to keep it rolling here Uh-oh. CKL I'm trying I'm trying uh, Mike L says Quest- question for Chastity so we'll let you go first <clears throat> what did you think about the vocals though
1: I like the way that James sounds. I really do give him different lyrics. Great. I just don't like the actual <laughs> words of it. I don't like the story of it, but lyrically, like vocally. I like it. I'll listen to James. I'll listen to him all day. i have 18 hours. Well, it's not all James. Cause you've got and day on there, but
2: <laughs> Charlie's good. I like, char- sorry. I'm not supposed to give opinions. Sorry. if you Cataform. get you
1: know you take out the 51 on. minutes and 25 seconds even that take the rest of it i like james i'll listen to him i have no problem with that okay. i just don't like the lyrics that they're making him sing
2: discuss metal joseph 21 12 overture <laughs> plays chastity. <laughs> chastity walks in carrying a title belt that just says dt on the front of it oh my God. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> this, this is gonna be the best fan hangout yet holy crap oh i'm oh uh... <laughs> That's it. I'm I'm booking off work already. <laughs> that is gonna be amazing.
0: Oh
2: <laughs> all right. So so Sean, your take yeah. on the actual vocals, not the lyrics, the vocals in Octavarium.
3: I love his vocal performance on that whole album. He had gotten like himself like really back in shape around that time. Cause I remember he was hitting that high F sharp on Learning to Live, uh, when they were on tour with Yes the summer before, I guess, while they were recording this and then that whole tour for octavarium he just sounded amazing he was really at the top of his game again and it was just nice to hear just how innocence faded need i say more so like the summer before we're getting like learning to live nailed yeah and then innocence faded he just sounded awesome so i think his vocals on this entire album sound great
2: kale vocals not the lyrics your take
4: love it it's I think, isn't score his actual highest recorded note on that trapped inside this octavarium right at the end there? I,
2: Possibly. I, I I don't care if I'm not allowed to give an opinion. That might be my favorite thing he's ever done vocally. Yeah. Now, that, yeah. that scream was amazing.
4: And so. he, he doesn't do that anymore. I don't think he really got into it that much beforehand. It's such a unique James bit. It's And it's such a good... Little nugget of it, you know, so right. yeah, no, vo- vocally definitely, and to also be building up that entire section the way it does starting low and almost spoken to almost putting in a bit of panic and then aggression and then getting to that scream, just taking intervals, brilliant. Someone like him, well sung, yeah, <clears throat> a, a, a whole lot of good stuff there. I even think Portnoy's got a really good part with the um
2: running forward, crawling back, around and round. There. So Robert Hughes said it's it's only the drinking yeah. game is if I mention score. If you mention being it's, it's score. being there, yeah, being there. Yeah. It's not just mentioning yeah. score, because we could talk about score. Yeah. Just, if I say I was there, that's the drinking game. So like gotta drink get the now. Great. Cause you were there.
4: You said it. I didn't. I can't, though, because that—that's a demonstrating of yeah. How that this was guy that was right. like reading the yeah,
2: rules exactly. Uh, I don't know. That's exactly. like
1: saying when you're playing Uno, you have to say Uno, but to explain the rules, you have to say Uno, even if yes. you have cards Correct. in your hands. What you don't have to Uno? draw during the reading of the rules if you said Uno out of turn.
2: Fair enough. Listen, yeah, Robert. If you keep this up, I'm not going to tell you that I actually have an in- inbox message to play that uh, little amphitheater in Winchester, Indiana, again next year. So. When You're Chester not invited to the Indiana, show if you keep Chester
3: this up. Indiana, <laughs> but, Indiana, <Paris laughs> all right, so
2: song length—another bone of contention for a lot of fans. Sean, your thoughts? I,
3: no, no, I, I'm tired of people like, "Oh, you listen to a Dream Theater song in your car. did you take your day to drive?" <laughs> uh, I like, dude it's I get song. that all like, the time. Yep. Let the song be the song. I, and like, even as much as I was saying earlier about like the intro being a little too long. I don't care. Like it's a dream theater song. Let it breathe. Let it be what it's gonna be. There's good or bad lyrics. It. Yeah, I mean, like, it, what is, is are those songs on The Astonishing that are like 25 seconds long? <laughs> now please tell me you hate the the, the nomax stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know you do. I'd
1: rather listen in- to that than Octavarium on repeat.
3: Oh god. Wait, what the wait? I you're will kidding, listen to 130 what? minutes.
1: Of octavarium over or of Astonishing over the octavarium
2: Wait, now you're saying you'd li- you'd rather listen to? I would listen to minutes. the
1: Astonishing, which is I can tell you how many minutes it is because I'm the weirdo.
3: Now they were. Oh yeah, they- that's why you're the weirdo. <laughs>
1: 130 minutes and 25 seconds. I will listen to the Astonishing all the way through with Descent of the Nomax and the one minute 52 seconds and whatever on repeat. Then listen to very right,
2: look, you're gonna get you're gonna get booted if there's any more astonishing hate. As the <laughs> moderator, I, I I will I will tolerate a lot of things, but I will not tolerate any astonishing, no, I
3: like yeah. The astonishing. yeah Don't make fun <laughs> of the <laughs>
0: astonishing.
2: <laughs> Seriously, Sean? That's what? what you're gonna do? I heard <laughs> that.
3: Burbles! <laughs> Burbles. <laughs> Oh no, no, no. Pergles side. No, I thought you said you would just listen to all the stuff with the Nomax. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. The, the,
2: the Nomac noise.
3: Oh, not the I'm just talking that's about one. the Nomax going. Yeah. Actually,
4: no, you did say that, didn't you? You said you'd prefer I said
1: the Nomad. If someone's like, you listen to this or you get forced to listen to Octavarium, I'd listen to Nomax If I if I could cut out the lyrics of Octavarium and just have that, I would be different.
2: So do you think Activarium, the song, is too long? No. Okay. I'll
1: K- listen to Six Degrees straight through, and that's 41 minutes. The second disc is 41 minutes. I'll listen to it straight through. It's not a length thing. And that's what Sean said back in December. He's like, is it because it's so long? No.
3: Oh, I was probably just being a belligerent dick for the sake of being a belligerent
1: dick. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered it, and i that's why I was no, like, first no. things first. It's not a length thing. <laughs>
2: there's such a that's what she said here and i'll just leave it alone i'll just it, it, i will
1: it, go back and find that sound
2: clip <laughs> it's so worth it <laughs> look at right right as it's kale's turn to talk he's hacking up a lung there you go
4: drop drop me out because that's my dog's barking hang on
2: look at him all right kale's got to get his, his canines under control apparently
1: my husband's well, doing that for me so i can do this nice yep.
2: my, my wife's letting the dogs out too
1: who so let the dogs out? Whoop,
2: really? Whoop, that's whoop. what you got to do?
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, you set me up.
1: Hey, uh, you saw my up. comment when Man Genie was talking about, you don't want a little dog when you need this big sound. And I'm like, and crazy dog lady says, Chihuahua playing the bass drum and the Great Dane playing the triangle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right? Because when oh I'm not in the
1: dream theater, I'm working with dogs. <laughs>
3: well, that's right. We all work with animals.
2: That is correct.
3: That's awesome. I don't
2: work with animals.
3: I love animals. Well, th- that's good enough, man. Discuss little Joe's with gonna animals? get his ass. Hey, did you just say animals? <laughs> yes, sir. All right. All right.
1: I have a th- okay. So many nieces and nephews that say things in very adorable ways, it rubs off on me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna correct a two year old that says animals and then it just sticks? No. So what do I- you do with animals? Is me? Sir? No, Sean.
3: Oh. Oh, what do I do? Oh, I work in a cat kennel at a no-kill animal shelter.
1: Fun. If they Hell didn't yeah. try to kill my allergies, I would love cats.
3: You get used to it. I'm allergic. I to had cats. I
1: had 8 cats. I ran a rescue with me, my big Hell sister and my yes, mom.
3: sister, right on. There you I go. I was on
1: three allergy medications every day.
3: There you go. Every right. I
1: on. I've done the cat thing. I I'd, I'd rather not stop breathing cuz Well, keep talking shit about Octavarium.
2: <laughs> there, there you go.
1: Cats into my house.
2: All right, so it looks like our debate about Octavarium is kind of—I don't think there's a clear-cut winner. And I—I I th- I think Sean, you—you you were very diplomatic, and and Chastity, you know, she she stuck to her guns. She stuck to her guns. I—I th- I think the real battle was Chastity versus Kale. You know, I—I I, I
4: still haven't brought up that I—I'm not the hugest fan of the solo at the end of this. What? Yeah,
1: <laughs> like, I think jo- I think John's no longer the moderator. I think he's yeah. gonna come across. To-
2: look, look at Mike L. I say aminals after drinking into <laughs> infinity. <laughs> I'll probably say that that night too, Mike. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> wow. You have to
1: understand. I have sixty-five nieces and nephews on just my husband's side.
2: Are are your are your That's elderly are your elder family members aware that their vaginas are not clown cars? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: It gets better. <laughs> I have I, on, oh on my father's side. I'm number ninety seven of one hundred and forty four.
2: Good lord! How is that even possible?
1: Yeah.
3: Um. We live in Utah.
2: Ah. Oh, oh. oh yeah. Yeah. There you go. They all hang
3: <laughs> like the sleeve of a wizard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like oh, I my the brain's more. I have a cousin that has twenty two kids. Okay, Adopted
3: so- or natural birth?
1: Um. Ten with his first wife, then passed away to cancer, and then he had he married his second wife, who had four and was pregnant with number five. Her husband divorced her when she found out she was pregnant because I didn't want the first one. It makes sure you want the other four. I didn't want it. Called them an it. We don't like him. He, uh, cousin met her the day she was divorced. They had their first date. She's now had twelve children. She's given birth to twelve. They have twenty-two combined, but he's number one out of fifteen. So comes from big families.
2: That's
3: that I don't even know what to say. say,
1: uh, That's why I say aminal.
3: So, this is why you don't like the song Home.
2: (laughs) 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 Now, it's a a therapy session. (laughs) No,
1: my name is not Nicholas. I do not have gravel as living room carpet.
2: Thank you. I have always said that. What yeah. the hell kind of flooring what is that guy
1: it's, it's such a driveway. Like his no, because he shuts the door, walks yeah. across it, and, and you wha- hear the talking
4: and, and he like, yeah, gets a drink. Yeah. And that's true. His, his carpet sounds like and
2: gravel. It's like, what the
1: It
3: f- does. Maybe he's stepping on cat litter.
2: <laughs> he's got a shitload of cats. That's right. Yeah, he's got cat, yeah. Cats, cat litter. It
1: reminds me of Miss Trenchable in Matilda. She walks across the gravel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, feels fresh Oh meat. my god, this is insane. I mean, <laughs> oh my god, I,
4: I I don't know. Maybe he's got gravel stuck in his shoe and he's walking on floorboards. That's like the that's the best excuse I've heard for that so far.
1: That would just click oh. though. That would yeah, just- <laughs> but
4: I don't know. The Foley artist had a day off.
2: I, I have a I have a friend in the chat that you know, chastity's mad about sex sounds, and he says. But, you know, I'm just going to bring it up. What the hell? My buddy, Jason Clues, one of my very best friends in life. He says, let's not talk about gravel. Uh, and speaking of your sex sounds chastity, that's because we busted him screwing a chick face down on a gravel driveway. <laughs> and, we got, and we got a great picture of it. And the next day she woke up to party and was all, you know, she was face out. But
1: was it his brother's girl?
2: No, no, Something no, no.
0: That's Again, he's <laughs> the villain. I didn't say he was. A, I
2: didn't
3: say he was a good guy. I'm saying that's the. Well, the obviously not guy. if he's banging his brother's wife. <laughs> I didn't say he was a good a casino guy. table, no less.
2: Man, this is going off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, all right. Well, before this gets any crazier, Can let's you get just, the
1: Mangini thing. Let's bring it
2: back. Yeah. So I'm assuming you guys are all going to jump on at some point, a little bit for the fan hangout. Sean, are you able for a little bit? Or I uh, know.
3: It depends. I mean, it's a Friday, so God only knows.
2: All right. Well, there I, you well, go. A
3: Chastity will probably. Find a third song that she hates by then and I could be like, yeah, mean? I know I'm not I'm not trying to say that to be mean. Like, do you like Pull Me Under? Yes. All right, we can argue about that. I was gonna say so. I like Pull Me Under. I I don't need to hear it ever again.
4: Chastity actually likes.
3: Oh yeah. Well you Chastity, Illumination Theory. Fan? Yeah. Kale? Yeah. 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 Yeah, So three versus one right here. (laughs) Look at him.
1: But you're the one that over here that gets mad at me for liking stream of consciousness.
2: I, I don't get mad.
1: Right. I was like, oh, I love stream of consciousness. You're like, why?
2: It's, I mean, it's, it's okay to me. I, I would, I would describe it as just there. That's you're like, I it doesn't it. have
1: anything that gets stuck in your head. It has nothing poppy. No. I it's don't know how many times my, my daughter husband daughter now, will be y'all. whistling and he's whistling stream of consciousness, like that little like hummy thing you do when you have a song stuck in your head. Stream of
3: consciousness.
2: Right. It's now <laughs> become, become let's Talk. <laughs> somewhere I'm so so, sorry. somewhere somewhere. Dude, I don't care. I invite this crap. Are you kidding me? Do I act like I'm so serious? Like you can't make fun of the host. Like, my God, I'm easy to make fun of. That's why I'm the host. <laughs> that's yeah, why Brian just, likes just to do instead this. Instead
4: of Brian doing it, he's got
2: us three. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So that's why he
3: wanted to sit yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's like, uh,
1: you guys have got this covered. We're fine. <laughs> right.
2: Exactly. No,
4: Brian right, well, just decided to dress like a nun real quick. So.
2: <laughs> or Breaking Bad. At the pe- he, he definitely has like the best halloween costumes i can't wait to see what he's doing this year he's done some great stuff before so uh all right guys well i'm gonna put you back in the green room we'll talk after i close up shop here but uh chastity thank you very much for uh making the time great to see you as always i don't think she was done (laughs) well well, that's why i said hold on in the green room you big nitwit so (laughs) thank you for hanging out kale i'll talk to you in a second sean always good to hang out with you my friend love you brother you in a second love you too man oh boy that was a crazy episode of the show there y'all that's a little bit longer than usual so i guess we call that bonus content maybe but um in any case hopefully you guys had a great time that was definitely a free-for-all there with the octavarium and the octagon and of course what an incredible interview with the alien himself mr mike mangini that was fantastic um pulling back the curtain a little bit i was told uh do 29 minutes and so uh I, we hit 29 minutes and i was texting chris aiken and i was like okay like can we go over and he says go to 45 i'll take the heat if it's too long like or until you know he's done and mike just kept talking and i was not about to cut him off cuz that was a fascinating conversation so if you guys are just now tuning into the show check out the uh, video replay on our youtube channel once we're done here or uh, the audio will be up probably about a half hour 45 minutes from now i always do that right after the show but definitely check out the interview with mike mangini it was awesome check out his upcoming solo record invisible science coming out next month in november and he does have a single out called freak of nature and he has another single coming out tomorrow so there'll be new music from mike mangini in just a few short hours so to all of you guys in the chat, Circle J, Mike L, Robert Husted, Johan Alexanderson, uh, Discography Discussion, Joe. I, I'm Joseph Friend, dude, my very, very good buddy. Joe Gebhardt, uh, all you guys, David Condren, T-Bone Drum Covers. Thank you all so much for taking part in the show. As you know, we love when you guys are a part of this and you guys drive what we do here. So um, we are going to be right back here two weeks from tonight at 7.30 p.m., eastern standard time the day of that show is going to be let me think it'd be november 2nd so it will be thursday november 2nd at 7 30 p.m eastern standard time at our normal locations facebook youtube the cms rumble page and the cms tv page uh don't forget as i mentioned we have the annual fan hangout coming up on Friday. It's a Friday night, a Thursday, Friday, December twenty second at seven thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to jump on and co-host and have a free-for-all melee and tell Chastity why she's wrong about home, uh, or anything else you want to talk about, for those of you who are not familiar with that show, uh, you're more than welcome to shoot us an email talking into infinity at gmail.com or a facebook message and uh, you can come on and co-host the show for a segment with us and talk about anything you would like uh we try to keep it to music but anything musical you would like it's basically our chance to hang out with you guys and make you guys the stars of the show even more so than you already are uh once a year and it also features me drinking gorilla farts which are really gross but it's a show joke so there you go fuck you brian for introducing me to those damn things anyways We appreciate you guys very much. We will be right back here in two weeks on Thursday, November 2nd at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as always, guys, carpe diem.